What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Box Out Boys podcast. We are the NBA podcast of the people. Your home for lukewarm takes and substandard analysis. I'm Titus Two Shots Dominguez, and joining me tonight is Chris, the Stats Man Gorman. Hit him with the stats, Chris. Hey, hey, hey. Jalen Brown signed the richest contract in NBA history. Um, I have a joke. I don't want to say it, so I'm not going to say it. Congrats, Jalen Brown. <laughs> His chances of getting canceled are not zero. <laughs> <laughs> also getting those minutes Spotify write that? Spotify, Spotify wrote that um, it's the lawnmower Jerry Bukowski get that Joe USA USA Welcome back. there he is he's ready yeah we're it's been a minute we're a little rusty here and uh, making a sound as delicious as Dove it's Adam the professional runs on levels tonight Adam they are fantastic Ooh, that's all right. We're a little rusty on the on the intros, or a little rusty on the timing, but we got a good show for you guys tonight. A couple weeks off here for us, for your boys. Summertime, um, we got some NBA stuff, and we're also kind of lightly doing a live watch here, as Joey's pointing out. USA, the uh, women's national team, is playing tonight. Netherlands currently down one nothing, so tough there. But we will touch on that. But we have uh, tonight. Yeah, no game talk. Hashtag no game talk. Uh, we have Chris's top 150 players in the league. He really went deep on this sicko mode. Gave us a big list. Gave us some tiers. Very interesting. I thought, you know, pretty accurate. So pretty solid. We're going we're gonna to break that down. We're going to kind of see where we think that those guys landed. Um, we're going to make a fake lineup around Zach Levine that we feel could be the best realistic lineup around Zach Levine. I had some had some good ideas on that, and then we're going to touch on the new in season tournament, which I'm not sure if you guys how locked in you guys are on that, but you know thoughts. I got some thoughts. Um, actually, I'm actually kind of excited for it. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. Chris, your top 150. What was the you know like the origin of this list? What were you, what was going on? Were you just like, hey, it's off season. I'm a little bored. I'm I'm ranking 150 players here. What's going I- on? I think it's because the ringer came out with their list and I was kind of irritated seeing the players and knowing, all right, if if I think their list is bad, I should be able to do a list myself to show just how to try to like understand like how to get to the word. And it made me validate that some of their rankings were insane. We're not going to talk about their list today. We're just going to focus on this list. But I do want to shout out Richie for getting the top 10 correct in order, uh, nice. according to Joseph over What's there. Rich? So. Locked did have it on lockdown. Uh-oh. Chris just froze up. Yeah, he did have it. Right, you're back, Chris? I'm here. Uh, so without further ado, figured we can just start with... I have a top 10 is broken out into three tiers. Uh, tier 1 has three players. Top player with a solo championship. Uh, if you have this guy on your team, you're in the discussion each year. <clears throat> Nikola Jokic. And, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Stephen Curry. Nice. Um, any any thoughts? Yeah, here I'll just do the top ten. Uh, the second yeah, okay, tier yeah. we got uh, Embiid, Jokic, or Embiid, Doncic, Durant. <clears throat> top players, they're they have like a little flaw. Uh, whether it's poor perf- playoff performance, kind of lazy, or you know just maybe isn't a true number one. Um, kind of describing each player there, and then uh, tier three is four players right below a true number one option. In in my in my opinion, really, that's just all this is. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Tatum, Anthony Davis, and LeBron. Um, 
yeah, thoughts thoughts on that. Um, I so I thought this list was pretty accurate. I I didn't see too much, um, kind of like wiggle room here. I think I maybe maybe have an argument for Booker, like not being in the top ten. He's coming up late uh, later, but other than that, I kind of thought this was was pretty solid, and I thought the order was fairly accurate. Joey, what do you think, man? Uh, yeah, I I don't disagree. I think it's actually pretty good. I think my only one maybe I could have maybe moved around a bit with Steph. Okay, ooh, um, top three. I don't think he's top three. I think I think Embiid. Unless you're doing it by position, I think Embiid. Well, you're not really because Jokic and Giannis. Since we're getting that debate again, but I think you could move Embiid potentially into the top three. I think that there's a decent conversation to be had there. Do you want to do you want to break out your your anal- analytics on, yes. on the top ten guys here? Do you yeah. have, do you have numbers to back up that statement? Or All right, so over, yes. over Curry. Joey went with an, an analytical approach to see kind of how um, Chris's list stacked up. So go ahead, give so, it to So my list actually put Embiid at number one. Wow. Um, it put wrong. Embiid number one. Wait, is yeah. this just based on last season? Yes, mine is purely okay. based on last season's death. Okay. So put Embiid number one, Luca number two, and Giannis number three. Wow. And I looked at points per game, rebounds, assists, steals, turnovers. Uh, effective field goal uh, percentage, minutes played, player efficiency, usage percentage, and then I dumped in a salary cap percentage. Mm, okay. And I took into account salary cap as <laughs> wow, a percentage. Man. Their salary is a percentage of the total team salary cap. And then I weighted it according to their record in minutes played. So if the record was poor and they had like a, a high salary cap percentage that was detrimental to them. Okay. So basically you, you couldn't yeah. just be a really good player on a, on a really bad team and be like, wow, I'm great. So yeah. what I was attempting to do was saying like, if you're taking up a, a ton of salary cap space, um, that should be potentially detrimental to you unless everything else kind of comes along with it. Actually, what, what's the formula that you kind of put together with points, assists, rebounds here? Yeah, so I took their actual stats from last season, multiplied it by the weight, and then added it all together and gave them a total total score. And then everybody was just ranked on uh, God, highest score like to a... lowest score. Yeah. So, so Embiid, Embiid gets high marks for a high usage rate and has a very low percentage of salary cap um, take up. He's only 27% of the Sixers salary cap. Jokic is kind of similar. He's at 26.7, but Jokic's usage is 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 10, 10 points beneath Embiid's. Which is kind of huh. interesting, actually. Not, he doesn't play a lot of as much minutes, right? Or no, they're probably both on the same thing. Minutes are relatively the same. Embiid plays a minute more per game. Okay. Um, but everything else is kind of equal there, but um yeah. Embiid's usage is, is kind of through the roof. But um all in all, I mean, they're not terribly far off if you look at like if you looked at the scores all of them are very very close together we're just splitting hairs at this point which is kind of what makes it interesting true yeah that yeah is... I, I think i think i think stuff at three maybe it's because of the age for me but 
I feel like he's getting maybe passed here. Uh, I don't hate that argument, but I also, I don't know. That's tough. It's tough to not. That's tough. <laughs> to I, it's t- I just thought about it. Like if they're in a seven game series, it beat against Curry. I'm taking Curry mm-hmm. every single time. Oh yeah. That's kind of why. That's, that's fair. Especially seeing him be just implode. Like he doesn't get enough um, blame for how poor the Sixers yeah. have been in the playoffs. They haven't made it out of the second round. Yeah, that's and, one you know, thing. Ben Simmons yeah, took a lot of that blame ones. before, and now Embiid. Yeah. That's why. I, that's the only reason really I have an Embiid lower. So seeing him analytically at number one is interesting. Yeah, maybe not too surprising, but like I understand. But he had to come down a notch because he's a poor playoff performer. That's I guess a good point. I did, I did not take into account uh, postseason performance here at all. So, oh yeah, I wonder if his numbers would take a hit. Hmm, interesting. Just any any other surprises, Joey, that I didn't already mention in your top uh, ten? In the top <laughs> ten, yeah, Jimmy Butler, you have at seven. Uh, he, I have him coming in at twenty-one. Wow, Jimmy's you know what? Not a number, he's not a numbers guy. Yeah, I would say that makes sense based he's on analytics yeah. for especially regular season. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. that makes a lot of he's sense. On analytics, and then you had Anthony Davis at number nine. Uh, I had him at 13, so not far off the top. It's not 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 too far off there. That's pretty, not too bad. Pretty fair. Nope. Yeah. But everything else was uh, pretty close. They're just all kind of shuffled up in the top 10, which I think is a fair conversation at some point. I think, like, if I was going to pick some nits here, looking at it, <laughs> pick some nits. I, I could maybe see the argument for Steph coming out of that top three and, and moving in a, a, a Doncic or a, a Durant, to be honest. Um, and Bede would still be in the other tier. Um, I would maybe replace Davis with Kawhi, even though he's really hurt and you know doesn't play. When he plays, he's that number one, like could get you to the finals type guy. But that's a, I mean, this would be the last year that I would do that with him if he's that doesn't come through this year. You know, it's like all right, you're not that guy anymore. And then maybe just some of the things with the tiers. So are you saying Embiid, Doncic, and Durant aren't number ones? Because that was the one thing I was kind of curious to say, or isn't a yeah. true number one. Wow. Okay. Um, well, I, I can see, actually see that so in the Luka, Luka's the number one, but like, he, like, what happened last year with him? <laughs> this is a great way. I mean, it was such a confusing the team, season. The team tanked around him, though, right? And they kind of like forced him to like... Kind like of, kind of but like, yeah, but the bed Ky- they got Kyrie here. They were kind of winning with him, but then when they are without Doncic, they were winning with Kyrie. But then Luca comes back. The everyone's thinking they'll go on this run, and then they implode. It was just like what? But, so, but is that what happened? They got Kyrie. I mean, maybe Kyrie I think, is. Even, that's like, a crazy thing, though. You guys remember they didn't make the play in, man. That's what I'm. That's why I'm like, like that's I thought Luca was almost a little bit high, but that's why I couldn't have him in the top tiers because. You know, because last year he was so good making it to the yeah. conference finals, and they just are like the eleventh best team. It's like, wait, what? Like, I, I like where he's at, but like that to me was like a rep slot more than a hey, this is what you did mm-hmm. last year. It's more like, okay, you got here, you it's know, I'm going to give you one. this. Yeah, yeah. we will give you yeah. a year or two. We'll give you a year, but you can't can't be doing this all the time. That kind of makes sense because it's kind of with the Embiid picture. It's like you're you're a good regular season player, but when it comes down to it, you're either getting in the playoffs or doing well in the playoffs. It's kind of like 
where do you go, right? Luca's had really good playoff performances, but yeah, missing the play-in last year is kind of a black black mark on the on and beats making the big men look bad in the playoffs too. They're like, yeah, big men can't win in the playoffs unless you're Jokic. Jokic, Jokic, Jokic hopes it hopes it out a little bit. He does. You want to keep moving down your list? Oh, let's do it. Uh, tier four star level player with a lack of a playoff resume. Or he, you know, needs a little bit more recent success, or just needs more consistency. I have seven players here: Shea, Gilgis Alexander, Kawhi, Small Murray, Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Bam, and Lillard. Any players? Shout out at you there. Uh, Bam is the one that jumps off to me. Bam is too high. Too Bam high. Is, yes. Okay. I have Bam too high. I think he should be in in tier five. Oof. Your next tier. Joey, what do your analytics say on Bam? Uh, Bam should be in Tier 5. I have him ranked at 38, which would put him at the very bottom of Tier 5. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other Scrub. one that stands out, uh, Damian Lillard. My stats Ooh, yeah. put him at 4, and I think that's that's just not accurate. Um, yeah. He's definitely a Tier 4, so that's a one where the analytics get kind of get kind of squirrely. Um Everything else, though, was pretty close. The biggest one, though, was Jamal Murray. So my analytics put Jamal Murray at 43. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you kind of look it, at the stats across the board, it actually makes a little bit of sense. Out of, like, all these guys we're talking yeah. about, lowest points per game, way low on the rebounds, pretty average on the assists, and then everything else is just kind of mediocre. Also, he has very low minutes played, which makes sense coming back from the knee injury that yeah. he did. Um, and his player efficiency is the lowest until you get down to DeJounte Murray. Wow. Yikes. Tough beat for my Dude. boy Jamal. So, so you know, you're looking Where's at it DeJounte? that way. DeJounte, you had him at 40. Okay. That seems fair. 40. That was the biggest you one. Know, uh, everything else was pretty close. Adios? Were your analytics there when he was banging in threes in the finals? I think not. No. Grabbing boards. I, I did not six, have. Four of him. Good, 30 and 10s. Triple doubles. Did not have the postseason. <laughs> hey, the analytics just speak for themselves, right? There's no opinions in this. This is true. As a man who loves analytics. Stats. I feel like the facts are betraying us right now. This is kind of it's shockingly interesting here. I was I, I thought there would be kind uh, of we a were, line. We were pretty maybe. close here, though. Yeah, yeah, that's not too Devin bad. Devin Booker, Chris had met, Chris had Devin Booker at fourteen. He came at sixteen for me. Yeah, that's, Mitchell that's was fifteen far. for Chris, eleven for me. That's that's all. That's okay, all pretty yeah. good. <laughs> I mean, Kawhi, got, got I had at twenty three. So you know, yeah, Kawhi was at twenty three, but, but that yeah. one's hard to judge with the minutes played. Yeah. So that's kind of a caveat there. But where was uh, where was Shea for you? Shea actually came in at five. Okay, yeah, I was thinking he's he's probably up uh, there. Yeah, super high usage, um, very yeah. low impact to the salary, very low impact to the salary game. cap. Um, yeah, super super high player efficiency rating. So he he got he got some good press on a backs of a very good season, which I think actually makes sense. I really like but the salary I, cap part of it because it's kind of like a who's the best superstar for the money, best bang for your buck. Yeah, it's twenty five percent of their salary cap. That's not bad. Jay Gildress could have been could have been drafted by the Bulls. I want to point that out. We'll get into another could topic later here. All right, let's move on. Yes. Uh, tier five can be the second or third best player on a championship team. 
Starting off with De'Aaron Fox, Demonis Sabonis, the Kingsmen, Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brown, richest man in the NBA now, Trey Young, Paul George, Paolo Banquero, Jalen Brunson, John Morant, James Harden, Zach Levine, Pascal, Laurie Markkinen, Brandon Ingram, Demar, Tyrese Halliburton. Demar. 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 Mellow Ball. Um, Mikhail Bridges, uh, Bradley Beal, Carl Anthony Towns, and Drew Holiday. 21 guys. Bradley Beal now on the Suns. Um, the biggest one that jumped out to me uh, is Ja. He needs to be higher. Ja needs to be higher. Ja should be in that in the, the tier above. With uh, he should actually replace Lillard. Lillard should be bumped down. What are the analytics say, Joey? What number should Ja be? Um, he should be he should be top fifteen. So Ooh. if you move Bam Lillard. All right, so he could, he could be in that 16th spot. I don't know if I can argue. Well, I, you know, I would actually argue over Donovan, too. So, Booker, the Jamal. would say he should be number 12. Okay. That's close to where I have it. Oh. Yeah. I'm on my, I mean, I know he's got a lot of stuff going on, so there's, so John, there's some oh, issues. Bam down. Okay. There. I can't really argue with the... Why, why did you put him at 26, up? Chris? Why did you put him so low? Um, just I just don't I just think non basketball guys, activities. Come playoff time, like I know he did well against Golden State, Ooh, but right, honestly, right. I I even like Trey Young made the conference finals uh, two years ago, so I put him above Anthony Edwards. I would rather have him than John Morant. Um, the biggest thing I my biggest gripe I had was Jalen Brunson or John Morant. Like, who do I want for the next three years? And Jalen Brunson just seems like such a revelation for that team. So yeah, that's the question though. Like, who would you rather have for the next? That's three not years? a crazy argument, but it's also kind of a crazy argument. <laughs> Jay, dude, Jay, what Jalen did against Cleveland? Yeah, I mean, he just Jaylen butchered was them. Yeah, and he did it last year with Dallas, right when Luka yeah. was out. So um, it he's proven it back to back years. And uh, yeah, I don't know about John, man. I just he's he's gonna be out for the first was it fifty games? Twenty five. Just twenty five. Okay. Yeah. Um, just twenty five. Yeah. But I'm with you. There's a there's a real short shelf life, I think, with him. I think it's you got to win in the next three years. If you don't, I think it was I think Zach Lowe I was listening to his podcast. He was talking about if they're not making a finals or a conference finals in the next three years, something went wrong with this team, or there was like injuries or something. Because one, the team is that good. I mean, even without Ja, they're still pretty solid. And then you got a guy like Ja. You should be there, and he kind of. Real Derrick Rose vibes. I mean, not in the sense that he's going to get hurt, but like where there just might be a ceiling on his game come playoff time, like you're saying, Chris. There just might be. He's just not a good enough shooter, and it, all his stuff is in transition and, you know, like penetration and stuff. And it kind of just dries up in the playoffs. So I don't, I don't, you know, hate the argument, but. Any other thoughts on uh, Levine, DeRozan? Uh, no, this is actually one of the closest tiers, I think, um, looking through it. So just names Levine. You had him at 28. Stats had him at 31. That's pretty comparable. Right there. Um, Pascal was 29 versus 26. So that's pretty good. Um, Damar was 32 versus 29. <laughs> so Damar. all these ones are, wow. are relatively close. The only one that was way off was Mikel Bridges. 
Um, stats that he should be 61, which yeah. I think is another yeah. just flaw of just the usage numbers are down. Player efficiency rating is not very good. It's a 17. Oh, I guess that he's the worst after Jamal before you get to Dante, yeah. but not far off. Um, but 61 is, is absurd. I think he's mid thirties, low forties kind of guy. Yeah. But no, this I like is it. Pretty close. Chris. We're still I'm, getting I'm close. close actually. Okay. Yeah. I'm very impressed. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> so for like uh, some kind of like, what? I can't believe you have. I can't believe, you know, no, this is actually uh, really, really well thought out. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, right. I, this could probably be the last section after this. Yeah. I had Cade and Zion. We don't really talk, talk about yeah. them. Chris Paul, you know, all right, so we got uh, how many people? L- tier six, we have twenty four people. Desmond Bain, Dejounte Murray, twenty three guys. The twenty. Uh, JJJ, Fred Van Vliet, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, the three Cavs, Cavaliers, right in a row. Porzingis, OG, <laughs> Scotty Barnes, Gobert, and Kessler, back to back. MPJ Michael Porter Jr., DeAndre Ayton, Nicholas Claxton, Jalen Williams, Kyrie Irving, Tyrese Maxey, Miles Turner, Brooke Lopez, Aaron Gordon, Josh Giddy, Franz Wagner, and Kyle Kuzma. Close at number 62. All right. Um, my main argument here is Kyrie. Again. Too high? No, too too low. Too low. Okay. Again, I get it with Kyrie. I mean, look, man. There's, you can't really argue, but if you're just, we're looking on skills alone here. He's, he was the second best player on a championship team, but I digress. Yeah. Is this, is this the all you can have him tier? Um, Ooh. Most good. of these names are on the, yeah. Except, ex, the that only name I would want, like Van Jalen Vliet, Williams, Garland. Jalen Williams, I would not include, but everyone else, that's a good, that's a good one. I mean, yeah. I think this is like the all you can have him team or the sneaky I want him. Like maybe Desmond Bain. Uh, yeah. Who else is OG? Maybe. Yeah, OG Aaron Gordon. Those are guys like you kind of want Hessler. Franz Wagner. But then yeah. you got your your Kuzma's, Aiton. Yeah. Kristaps. All right. This that's is funny. A, that's an interesting tier. Scotty Barnes. I th- I think you can have him. I- I think your Rudy pick is extremely far off here. No, you're right. Oh, you're you're okay. You're you're off here. How do you guys? Yeah, how do you feel with the Rudy being at 49? That seems like a stretch. Stats say he should be 89. Wow. Oh, wow. Where do they have Kessler in those stats? The stats say he should be 89 because he makes 31 percent of their team <laughs> salary. Cap. Okay. 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 <laughs> I think. I mean, are you getting thirty-one percent of the team's value out of that guy? Like, absolutely not. Like, that no, has to I be. Mean, there has to be an impact for that. That's interesting. That's an interesting wrinkle for the money. I also yes. think. I also think Walker Kessler being at fifty is a way too early decision. Yeah, this is year one, right? It's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Stats say one thirteen. I think that's that's probably way too high. Yeah. That's at one thirteen. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, low low points. Nine points a game. Right? I mean, it's kind of. He averaged like seven blocks. Yeah, he played twenty three minutes a game though. <laughs> okay. What's that salary cap? Right, What's he doing fair. in the cap here? Two point two percent. 
Oh, where, wow. I'm curious where uh, Jalen Williams deal. fits on that list. Jalen Williams such a crazy says 100, 101. Okay, this, this is wild. This is okay. madness. Man. But you know what? It kind of makes sense, though, because the way that I weighted everything, like I, I weighted usage as the highest value of a player's like value to the team. Yeah, that, the guy that the highest, the ball the most, right? The guys getting the most are t- should be twenty five percent of your overall weight of your entire like performance score. So, so that's then, like, where so we're, that's where the where rookies was Kyrie ranked. Kyrie was ranked at seventeen, which is a slight flaw. But what I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. Okay, there's a. <laughs> I think this is okay. I like how we were just like, hey, Chris, great list. And then come to here. It's just all over the yeah. place. Right well, I, you would get to a point where I think it would start to fall apart. It would start to unravel. Yeah. 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 This true. is it. <laughs> we're here. But but a lot of the other guys, though, are not very far off. Like, I mean, there's there's some very. Where's like Aaron Gordon? Like at? Desmond Bain was 39 versus 40. Aaron Gordon, okay. 59 versus 69. <laughs> right. Um, yes. So they're like, you're, you're really close. Josh Giddy was 60 versus 64. And they're okay. all. They're all, they're all pretty close here. I think it's just some of the the rookies struggle, I think, in my value yeah. of them, which I think is a fair thing to say that it's hard to rate a rookie after one season yeah. as being a very high top. And it's player. fair. I think, I think I just Barnes, wanted Gobert in the top 50. I think that's that might have been a personal I think that's fair. Thing. As much as I don't like Gobert, and I'm a go, noted Gobert hater, I mean, hey, the Timberwolves were the toughest series that the Nuggets faced in the playoffs. So, you know, yes, according to Bruce a, Brown. Clickbait for awesome. a podcast he's probably doing. Yeah. Any, he's any probably, he's probably have a podcast. Um, all right. Well, that's that's the list. The other name I really wanted to call out here is um, Alex Caruso at 86 in Tier 8. Um, I feel like he might have been higher because he's just... All these defensive Thanks, metrics coming out for him. He was the best defensive player basically in the league last year. You like, know it's... When you put plus minus up there and everything else. Yeah, where did Cruzco come out in the stats? <clears throat> Cruzco. Cruzco. Oh, and Jeremy Cruzco. Grant, I have at 71. Vooch. He, and uh, he just signed a $150 million contract. Here's where he, where he got him, Joey. Uh, and then I've got Jaden McDaniels Cruzco. at 68, which is... Ooh, Draymond high, Green at 80. That feels, feels right. That feels low, right? Behind Marcus Smart? Clint Capella? Come on now. <laughs> Clint Capella. Tobias Harris? Better than, than Draymond and Clay? I just noticed Clay's at 79. Wow, man. This isn't a big three, according to Chris. This is Steph and some clowns. It kind of <laughs> was that. I felt like that last year. It felt like last year. I think so, man. Stefan dudes here, man. Whoa. Stefan solid starters on a winning <laughs> team. <laughs> oh, you know what? Kind of fair. Now that you say it that way. <laughs> That's the team. Solid starters on a winning team. Kind of fair. Um, all right. There were some names shouted out. I'll just give yeah. you the ranks. So Jaden McDaniels, Chris had him at 68. My stats put him at 126. All right. Uh, Jeremy all right. Grant, you had him at 71. I am at 62. Pretty okay. Good. Um, Vooch, you had him at 75. I had him at 56. Okay. This is those boards. Loving a game. Those boards. Boards. Um, Draymond Green, Chris him at 80. Stats put him at 131. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. He's a How about bum. Clay? Do we say Clay's 79? 
Super low usage. <laughs> um, Caruso, you have 86. That's put him as the dead last player in this. Oh, wow. fifty. Oh. Um, but, but, I mean, low minutes yeah, played. Defense. Very low efficiency. Very low defense. usage. Yeah, I don't really take into account a ton of defense in this, which is yeah. probably a flaw. Yeah, you can't really. Uh, Clay Thompson, you have him at 79. My stats put him at 52. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's probably better. So Vooch is only four four spots worse than Clay. That's actually that's that's seems, right? terribly far off. <laughs> and then off. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tyson's throwing shots at Clint Capella. Yeah, Clint Capella. Clint Capella. I'm just saying above Still Clay and Dre. Come on. Come on now. You might be right. You might be right. Clint Capella with stats rank of 95. Oh, 95 okay. versus 74. Yeah. It's okay. That's not crazy. He gets, he, gets a, yeah. he gets a good... Gets an okay boost from his salary cap percentage. He's I mean, still or above Dre, Dre in the stats, so maybe I'm just wrong yeah. here. Maybe maybe they need to get Clint. He's a compelling player for that Ooh, Atlanta Hawks team. Ooh, so. nice. Dead, nice. Dead joke. Well done. He has three kids, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other notes on the on the tiers, man? That was that was solid. I like. I really like that. I, that yeah, that's something I'm gonna want to just date and then. Come readjust, come back to it as um as we see fit. So maybe at the end of the start. season. That's good. All right, we got another uh topic here that Chris brought up again too. Chris is on fire this week, man. He said, um, build your ideal starting five around Zach Levine. Should and, we give some background uh, <laughs> or Chris? How how did this how yeah, did this come ahead, up Chris. in your head? Oh, how did this come okay? Um so I was listening to Rasil's pod, he did like a a live show in New York and a Knicks fan asked him, who's your ideal starting five to build around Jalen Brunson. And, uh, but they're like, but no, no superstars. It's yeah. gotta be uh, like, it's such a New York thing. So I'm like, let's just Chicago that. And like let's Brunson Chicago. and Levine, where do I have uh where do I rank? where do I rank those two Brunson from each Burner. other? Brunson is 25 and the Levine was... is 28. So they feel like the same. Uh, so then, I was, but then I was thinking about uh, okay, what would be a perfect team around Levine? And uh, you want uh, you know after seeing Jamal uh, Murray really kill it in the finals, and um, players like Marcus Smart, you want a tall point guard, tall, tall point guard who can play defense. You're like man, who could the Bulls get that could be a tall point guard that could play defense? Oh, they have it. It's well, <laughs> it's Lonzo Ball. Um, so that's how this list kind of started. And then from there, I'm like, all right, a wing defender. You wanted someone who can, you know, be pretty long, lanky, can sh- knock down a three. You can trust him maybe to handle the ball as a secondary ball hander, nightmare as a primary. Who could this guy be? And then honestly, Franz Wagner fit the salary cap, fit that okay. kind of fold mm. for me. And uh, that power forward, you want to be, you want to be a big guy. You also still want to be able to shoot three, spread the floor so Levine can drive the paint. And uh, I, Lori Markinen kind of kind of really fit that for me. Um, just looking around the league and seeing how he can grab boards and really you know dedicate and hit shots for you. And then center wise, I didn't really feel like I had that much of a budget left because you're spending a lot of money on Levine uh, on those four. And I didn't want to go too crazy with the center. I thought about like Jakob Pertl, uh, Clint Capella came to mind, um, and I settled on Wendell Carter Jr. just to uh, just to throw it out because I felt like it was pretty close and kind of not trolly, but like. <laughs> It's a pretty realistic lineup, and it, when you look at it, it's like, oh, that could have been a fun team. Yeah. Um. So I went. As, I didn't really look into salary cap, so you, you probably would know better than me. But I went with like a realistic way of doing this by 
I looked at the drafts since they got Levine, and I kind of said, all right, who could they have realistically gotten in the draft to surround Levine, and uh, how could this could have gone? So I actually did have Laurie at the four, too. I just said they kept him. They just didn't end up moving him to Cleveland. Um, my five was Bobby Portis. He was at, on the team at the same time as Zach. I'm like, they should have just kept him. You know, big defender. Uh, you know, that kind of a, a presence in the post. The yep. Spreads the floor. I like that. My three, my wing uh, was Bridges, Mikael Bridges. So he was drafted in 2018 at 10th, and Wendell Carter was drafted by the Bulls at 7. We said, yeah. I was okay. like, That's a good one. I was like, you know what? Could they have gotten Bridges there? That was actually the summer after Levine got traded to the Bulls. Uh, a long, you know, defensive-minded wing to guard the main guy while Zach kind of handles the ball. Perfect. And then... Win the championship. Yeah. Yep. And then drafted in 2020 with the 12th pick, um, Tyrese Halliburton at your point guard. A facilitator, ball handler, also a scorer. Uh, not too much of a defensive presence like you were looking at, Chris, but I, I was like, you know what? I want, I want a guy that can move the ball, you know, a playmaker on this team. I liked Hal Burton, and they could have got him over P. Will at four. So I like that team a lot. Um, I would only want to fix the center spot, but yeah, that's a, that's a pretty the, strong team. It was Hal Burton at like one, this. Zach at two, Bridges at three, Laurie at four, and then yeah, Bobby at five, and that was just kind of what I didn't really know where else to go with that. But I, I think like if you had like a you know a big body, I actually almost thought Ooh. about keeping Vooch there. I was like you know just a rebounder. Floor spacer, but you know, defend, defensively, he's not really a guy. But I think you just need a, another defensive body. I think it would have been solid. Joey, now, I'm most interested in your team, man. What, who, you, who do you think? Uh, our teams are not very different, actually, Titus. I had oh. I had Halliburton as a point guard. Nice. Wow. Um, I was thinking like my original thought was like, oh, like like a Chris Paul type person. Yeah. But I was trying to, you know, like ideally, like somebody can obviously not Chris Paul old guy. Uh, Levine yeah. at two. I put Markin in uh, at one forward. Bridges at the other forward. Yeah. And then my center nice. actually with Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, nice. Okay. I was thinking somebody like I was trying to set up a team where Zach doesn't have to handle the ball at all. And he doesn't have to play a whole lot of defense. So I was thinking, you know, like a Bridges and Jaron Jackson can cover the defensive stuff. And Zach can just kind of be like a free flowing yeah. Kind of guy, score, because um, that's where we see him at his best, right? When he's slashing and cutting and and shooting off 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 the catch and shoot, right? He's not a he's not a create your own shot, dribble and shoot kind of guy. He's a catch and shoot. So yeah. I was looking for quick guys who can move the ball, but if Zach getting locked down, you could also have somebody like Laurie who can space the floor. Um, but you know, Jaron Jackson was like your your defensive anchor kind of in the thing. So. I felt confident in the Jaron Jackson one. I, I like that one. That's actually was, I really like him better than Bobby Portis. Was there was there a time when the, the Bulls could have gotten JJJ? Who did they take that year that he was drafted? The, I don't know if you looked that up already. Twenty eighteen draft. He would have gone high, right? He was the fourth pick. I remember that. Yeah, they would have. That oh, was God. seven. They had Wendell at seven. Oh, that was the same draft. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Michael, that's a good draft. Hell of a draft. I haven't even top picks in that year. There's a lot of guys in that draft. So that's what we're saying is the Bulls could have built a great team yes. around Zach. They, they had just could have failed. drafted. 
Yeah, they just drafted. So it's not. So it's not Zach's fault. It's the organization's fault. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hearing. But it's it's wild. One, it's wild that we all kind of went the same. Especially me and Joey was basically the exact same team minus yeah, the center. Seriously. And then, but it's I did have to snicker when Joey was like, "I needed somebody to do everything: do defense, handle the ball. <laughs> He's like, do basically do everything on the court." And Zach just kind of shoots. <laughs> like for our max player, it's just hey, yeah, right. Not, He's becoming yeah, actually not do too much. Yeah, no, not he becomes a true he becomes a true max player in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's guy, obviously the guy who's point. A, yeah. a guy who's a specialist at doing one thing and one thing really well. But I really liked with like Halliburton and and Laurie as like they can also kind of get their own shot too. And then if you had like JJJ, I actually think that's that's the team right there with Bridges. And then you know as your kind of defensive guys, I like that. Yeah, I was kind of tossed around OG too. Yeah, that would be a as a as a Bridges or like swap. But I think Bridges makes if you're looking for ideal. That'd be yeah. a much better ideal. And they real realistically could have drafted him. So he was there. They're sitting there. Don't uh, if you're a Bulls fan, don't do what I did and, and start looking at drafts and seeing the Bulls position, where they drafted, and who went mm-hmm. after them. Just don't do that. This is just, what I've been saying. Just don't do just do yourself a favor, don't do that. Because you're gonna get really mad and you be like, oh wow, and he was there. Because even I actually I think in the twenty eighteen draft, it might have been that one. I thought about Desmond Bain too as a as like a shooter around him and kind of having maybe having Zach as the creator, but kind of like what Joey was saying, where he's really not the, the ideal ball handler creator type guy. Was that Zach's um, first season in Chicago? Yeah, yeah, that was the, that's the first summer. But like, I'm like, if he had some just some floor spacers so he can just get to the basket, that might be kind of nice. But and like Desmond Bain could have been drafted that year too. So it's like, mm-hmm. man, he also went he went thirtieth, right? Or yeah, I mean, he went late. I mean. There's no doubt about that, but yeah, they could have had. They got, they got they Wendell that year, so down. it wasn't bad. The they P did need a center that year. Rough. They yeah. they did need a center. Stop drafting for need. Draft for talent. Hundred percent. They didn't. They don't want to keep Omer Sheik around anymore. Yeah, I I got back to whenever they drafted uh, Denzel Valentine, and that was rough. Oh man, because I forget who went after him, but there was a couple of guys. I'm like, ooh. That was like bad at the time too. Yeah, it was bad at the time. Right. As it, it was like, like oh. this four-year guy out of Michigan State. Please, let's not do this. They did a thing with like that, like seventeen to like twenty pick for like three years in a row, where they were like, "Well, we're going to find the next Jimmy Butler, right? We we found yeah. him once, and then we traded him we away. Can do it again. Yeah. We can do it again. It'll be fine." Then so Valentine's it. Yep, that's the guy. And this is why we're living in our nightmare. That is the bull season. The fantasy hey, that could be, that could have been. You know what? Maybe they can win something this year. Maybe they can win an in-season oh. tournament. Nice. Nice. Nice transition. I'm getting, I'm getting okay at this. <laughs> so uh, the NBA has announced that they're going to start. Is this a trial year? Have you guys heard this uh, about it? They're just going to do uh, it. They're just doing it, right? It's it just, yeah. just been submitted, right? We're just going. Yes. So it is the um, the NBA in season tournament. I'm going to pull up some stuff about this here. Is actually so. I'm going to first say like I heard about this. It sounds pretty cool, and I'm it starts the day after my birthday. So I'm just going to be all in. Like I've just decided without even sight unseen. Like I'm just going to be all in on this. I'm going to rewrite or die for it. 
Um, but it sounds pretty cool. So the summary is that there's group play, very similar to like World Cup, if we're you know we're kind of watching right now. Um, six teams in each, each. Oh no, it's five teams in each each. Uh, yeah, five teams in each pool. Um, so there's groups A, B, and C in, in each conference, and it's based on record. So they took one team out of each sort of record tier and put them in a group. So the groups are kind of um, you know divided up with. Good teams and bad teams. So, so for instance, the Bulls t- uh, uh, group is Group C. It's the Celtics, Nets, Toronto, Bulls, and the Magic. So, you know, I think pretty good tier. Winnable tier? Winnable, you know, group? Winnable group? Kind of yeah. tough. Celtics wraps in there? Celtics wraps? Ra- nah, Magic should be, be good. good. They got some Magic's, guys. I mean, here, Magic's solid, yeah. Nets will be solid. Two teams go but, through, though. Well, yeah, so maybe Raptors be, are you know. falling off. So I thought this is pretty cool. Um, these games are all going to happen on Tuesday and Friday nights. And when they're going to happen, that's the only, there's only going to be group play games on um, those nights, which I thought was really cool. And then once they kind of go through the group stages based on points, they'll have a like a final eight bracket that will play single elimination games. And then the semifinal and the final will be in Vegas at neutral sites. And the only game that will not be a regular season count as a regular season game is that championship game that will be quote unquote game eighty three. Um, Chris, let's start with you here, man. What are your thoughts on the in season tournament? I was confused by the backlash on it. To be honest, uh, I think it's because it's a new thing, so people don't like new things and they want to try to bash it right when it happens. But when you re- really when you read into it, it makes so much sense. Yeah, to have something uh, before the new year that that kind of means something, and like over time, the only the only way traditions happen is when you have to start them at some point like the winter classic in hockey yeah wasn't always a classic it's only like seven years old now i think so no this tournament's perfect i'm excited for it all i'm all for it i think it was a very creative idea and um yeah i'm definitely watching it we're definitely gonna cover it yes maybe it gets added to our Added to our preseason picks, Ooh, I yeah. think Ooh, a new category. A Who wins one. the the coaches' cup or whatever it's called, NBA Cup? Joey, what were your initial thoughts? Sure. Um, I might be one of the dejectors on it. I'm. Oh, this. <laughs> I don't. I don't love the idea of the days of the week that it's on. Okay. I would prefer it to be on a night like a time where it's easier to watch like all the games at once. Um. Uh, I was also hoping, like, I think it'd be more fun if they did it like a March Madness style, where it was like, we're going to do it like Christmas Day. Yeah, and you had like, like a dedicated... And like, like a dedicated day where like all the group games happen. It's like a two-day kind of spread. I know that's not that reasonable because the yeah. difficult on the players and whatnot, but um, I was hoping for more of like a very concerted, like, you know right now that they're having the the group play games are happening right now. I kind of wanted it to all happen at like once I'm fine with it counting towards like regular season record. I think that's smart. You don't have to tax the players with extra, extra games. Um, I think I just really wanted the group play to happen more altogether. That was my big thing that I, that I was missing from it. Um, so you don't like, so from what I read, it's going to be two, two games on those two nights. So Wednesday or Tuesday nights and Friday nights, There'll be two group play games. That next Friday will be two group play, play games. Then then Tuesday, Friday, five. So it does take like a month to get through the group play. Anyway, so you, yeah, would, I, would you like to see that like in a week or in a couple of nights? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it like a week. Like you take like an like an all star break in like you know December 
type thing or like, you know, maybe like Thanksgiving time where like there's no other, like you're not like you wouldn't put yourself up against like the NFL or anything like that. Like you would create your own little window where you start big games at like 10 o'clock in the morning and the last game goes off at like eight o'clock at night and you have like a solid day where it's just like, hey, we're playing these group games. It's almost like it was in the bubble, right? Where it was like one game and then the next game would just come on and it was kind of like this thing. That's kind of what I was hoping for. Um, I just was, you know, I thought that would have been an exciting way to kind of like, at least for the first season two, to like kind of shove it in your face that like this is happening. Yeah, hey, here we're doing this. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did you guys listen to the episode that Tass Mellis did on No Dunks with the uh, WNBA beat yeah. reporter? Yeah. About like listen the Commissioner's Cup. And like one of the things she was saying too was like, the, they don't do a great job of you knowing that this game is different. Like, because it counts towards the regular season schedule. And I'm afraid that because it's part of the regular season, there's going to be like, it's going to get kind of like lost in the shuffle, even though they're yeah. doing it over like a span Separate of games. Nights, and it's like, yeah. you know, it's just these nights that these games are happening. I could see it easily kind of getting lost that this is like a different thing. I could see that as far as like casuals and stuff, like, if, like we're going to be well aware that it's a, you know, it's a, a, a group night or whatever they're calling it, you know, tournament night. Like I know I, I'm going to be locked in group night. So we'll be all set for it, but I think yeah, I think like somebody turn on the games and be like, wait, what's going on? This is this counts for a tournament and the regular season, and then because of the length and the spread out of it, mm-hmm. that there might be some like, okay, wait, what's what's going on? It was Tuesday and Friday this week, and then next Tuesday and Friday it's it's happening again. But all these, you know, but Wednesday and Saturday is not for anything. So I can see some of that, um, but I I think most hardcore NBA fans are going to at least be aware that it's happening. Hopefully. I mean, that's what I kind of like about those nights. I feel like something like this, though, was geared towards the casual fan, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, wouldn't the point of this game be like, hey, this is this is supposed to be like a separate kind of thing for somebody who's not who doesn't want to sit and watch 82 games all season can tune in for these 20 games. They can get a glimpse of it. So are they still going to be playing other games? Are they these Tuesday, Friday games are the only games happening for like a month? So no, those nights it'll only be group play games. But there might be like a Sunday or Saturday game. Yeah, there'll be re- the regular schedule. It's just so on starting November third through November twenty eighth, every Tuesday and Friday will be a group play night. Oh, this is gonna get confusing. Okay, see, I thought well, it was gonna be pretty straight up. Like it's just like all right, Tuesday night's group play. I know it. Friday night group, group night. play. Group night. Group night. <laughs> group night. So we have ball nights and we have group nights. I'm like, all right, we're locking in. Group, group night. Ball nights? What's ball night? Ball nights any night with basketball, man. My grandma <laughs> texts me that every 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 time the Bulls play. Ball night. Ball, ball <laughs> night and group grandma. night. Okay. Ball night and group night. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, because you're at least going to be... Are you guys watching? You're going to be like... Yeah, for sure. Attention a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but I identify... I, I get, Joe, you, got, you have good, um, like... um, Not frustrations, but um, hesitations on it. Like, I think you're still optimistic on it, but you're just like, yeah, the format's kind yeah. of off in your, yeah. It could be. I can see, yeah. I can see maybe getting a little boring in the group stage. Yeah. I think I just wanted it to be like in your face, like this is happening. This is our, like, like we're taking over this, like, you know, week of, of the calendar when nothing else is happening and it's going to be NBA in season tournament week and we're going to play I, a shit ton of games. They're all going to yeah. count towards your regular season schedule. So no one's playing extra. It's just going to be, you know. Everybody gets everybody gets two days rest still between it, but we're just games are going to be happening all day long. Yeah, I think when it gets to 
the final eight, I think there's going to be some of that feel. I mean, obviously it's only eight teams, so it's not like it's a crazy amount of games. Um, but I, I think you're kind of maybe right, Joey, where like that March Madness feel is, is really cool. When you have 30 teams, you could kind of get that feel, but they didn't really go for that. I think my biggest, actually my biggest concern was how early it is in the season where I'm like, you know, the season starts early, you know, mid-October, late October. It's basically that third, fourth weekend we're starting the in-season tournament. I'm like, I kind of feel like everybody's locked in and engaged at that point. I would have maybe rather seen it, you know, March, April. I guess maybe you don't want to go around March Madness and that stuff like that. But just to have something to break up that end of the season where, all right, everybody knows we have the lead up to Christmas Day. Christmas Day is like the unofficial opening. You got All-Star Weekend and then maybe in the sort of those doldrums where it's just kind of low, we kind of have this mid-season tournament. But I think that maybe it makes more sense to put it up front and kind of get everybody warmed up for the season. Yeah, I kind of thought they were doing it up front to try and like make people be excited early in the season. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense too. Because the best part of the NBA is after the All-Star break, right? When all the teams know where they're probably going to land or are trying to fight for that position. So yeah, it was like, I guess, hey, like, yeah. If, we, if, we, if we do it early in the season when people are like, none of these games really matter, it matters in March and April. Yeah. But if it's just a random like Tuesday and Friday night when games are already happening, I don't know if they're going to accomplish that, I guess is my... Okay. My biggest hesitation on it. I can see that. But overall, though, I'm I'm, I'm excited. I kind of like the idea that there's something else to play for. Yeah. It means not, it means nothing, but, you know, the Bulls will likely probably win it, and then there will be T-shirts and hats. It will mean something. I'll be at Dick Sporting Goods at 1030 on a Tuesday night <laughs> buying my playing tournament champion T-shirt. <laughs> NBA. Don't worry, NBA I'll get you guys some, too. <laughs> uh, all right, off the dome, who wins the first cup? Joey. Um, Warriors. Oh, that's a good pick, Chris. Thunder, Thunder. Oh, that's, that's a good, good pick. one. That's a good pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bucks for some reason. I feel like Giannis is just gonna get really into this. That's, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, because he's gonna take this really serious. Yeah. Like if they get into the tournament, that's like if they get into those final eight. Like I, they might not, you know, get through group play, and you know who knows with injuries and stuff like that, but. If they get into that group eight or the group of eight, I think he's just going to get super serious. But I really like, uh, I really like the OKC pick, and I really like the um, who'd you pick, Joey? Uh, Warriors. 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 I really like the that. Warriors. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of trying to see them. Like, all you have to do is win one game at a time, right? Like you just. Yeah. I'd love to see like the Wizards, like for some reason, like Jordan Poole <laughs> just, just goes Jordan on a Poole revenge tour. I feel like maybe the Warriors try to get uh, Chris Paul a ring early. You know, yeah. like, hey, we'll, get you, we'll get you this. Hey, we got this. Is it you, rings? Bro. What? Do, maybe do they get bracelets? Maybe, yeah, maybe you know. something, right? <laughs> bracelets. bracelets. <laughs> How many bracelets you got, though? <laughs> uh, what if LeBron gets a bracelet and then nothing else? It's just like, oh. well, LeBron's got four rings and a bracelet. Bracelet, bracelet no yeah. bracelet, dude. You know what? That's a sneaky. Lakers are a sneaky pick too. Like, you know, you know, you know, LeBron sitting there going, you know what? I'm just going to go win this thing, and nah, he's probably going to sit it out. Win it. He might He's probably going to sit it out. Lakers and Clippers are like... You well, know, you know Kawhi ain't doing shit. He's not playing. Yeah, he's not playing extra... or not. He's not playing early season games. Yeah. Damn it. You might be right. I felt like LeBron... All right, I will, I will put it in the dock as, as a new pick. Yes, um, the champ. Yes, I think that's a we, good one. We can adjust our picks as we go. We won't hold ourselves to those three No, teams. no, no. The roundtable right, picks okay. are locked in. Once you put those in, we're in. I'm good. I was probably going to pick the Bucks anyway. All right, cool. Thunder pick a lot. 
Well, we can, right. Oh, yeah, we can adjust them for that. We don't have to lock them in now. You're right. Sorry, I, I misunderstood okay. you. No, I was probably going to go there, but I was like, I'll lock it in. No, you're good. I'm ready to make our preseason picks. So, anything You're else tonight, boys? Uh, I'm getting ready. I got. I got some. I, I think I got a dark Ooh. horse in one of the categories, and I. I hope nobody takes it. So. It's rookie of the year. No, no, no. Yeah, I, okay. I got an MV, MVP dark horse. That I think. Yeah. Yeah. They're, really, they're really excited about. It. No, but that's a good guess. Shay Gill. Shay. It's Shay. Shay. <laughs> Should have said another. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 not Shay. No, Shay. Well, we'll see if you're first pick. I, I like Shay. Well, it, uh, probably strategically, like, all right, where am I at? You know, who, do I have a chance yeah. to draft a really good guy, or can I get Shay for value here late? But now I've tipped my you're hand. Like, and, we're we're going to be really high in the Thunder. I think a lot of people are going to be high. I think, yeah, I think if people are Chet, right? For uh, yeah, I mean Chet, Shay, Josh Giddy, dude, Chet might be the Lou Dort. Boy. Yeah. No, Chet is definitely. I think Chet's winning rookie of the year. Oh wow! Oh man! Straight up thinking it. Yeah. Yes! Buddy's... You must oh. <laughs> Right at the end. <laughs> there boys. we go. Right, right at the end. All right. Good well, talk. we better get off so we can watch the final yeah. 30 minutes. Get out of here. I also got to go to bed. So, uh, all right. Well, that is it for us tonight. Join us next. Well, in a couple of weeks. I think we're taking next week off and then we're going to come back with. Oh, I think. Yeah. We're going to come back in two weeks and it's going to be the case against Jordan. I am going to finally bring my argument, debate Your thesis. About my thesis on LeBron versus Jordan using facts and stats only taking my bias out of it. My LeBron loving bias. Um, and we'll be back in two weeks. Talk more NBA basketball. Follow us at Twitter, Instagram, or X, Instagram, YouTube, X. And, and Twitch. We gotta get on threads. Get us on threads. At the box out boys. Soon to be on threads. Slide on those DMs. Join us Wednesdays around 830 to, uh, or send us an email. Do the box at boys at gmail.com, especially in the summer. We're always looking for topics. Uh, and as always, like and subscribe to wherever you listen to this at now. We very much appreciate that. So for Chris, Joey, and Adam, I'm Tyson. Until next time, box out.